0: Hey Fat Fish Heads, it's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fatfish. Sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, flap your fins for the fabulous Fat Fish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder, and Brad Grunny.
1: Runberg, aka snacks (laughs) thank you dave linden uh love hearing his voice how you doing fish
0: good how are you
1: i'm good man a crazy crazy weekend great football and uh god i love sports don't you
0: oh god this is this nuts. you know later
1: today um
0: before we bring our guest on i mean we're we're dying here we're both from la and the dodgers of course, just blew it again. Eleventh straight year, and they—I and they, can't tell how many times they've lost in their first round of the playoffs. Should have been the Braves and the Dodgers playing later today, but guess what? It's yep. the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Does anyone it. give
1: a shit about that? <laughs> I think they will because uh, they're both—they're uh, both on a heater. They're both gelling at the same time. I think it's going to be a great series. What do you think? I think so too. I, but the Phillies are just Bryce
0: Harper, who's from Las Vegas, where you know I live right now. Yeah, it's just something. What's he hitting 481? And there, it, what was the whole
1: thing? What was the the Remember, he when he hit those home runs, he stared at the uh, shortstop for yeah. for Atlanta. What did what did he say about uh about Bryce? That he I hired? guess
0: he said he's a choke artist. The rest of the team were chokers and lost in their first game. They couldn't hit well. Bryce Harper had two home runs, stared him down. His name is Arcia, is the uh, yeah. name of the shortstop for the Braves. And he yeah. stared him down, gave him, you know, I think mean, you see a lot of that in basketball, out of trash talking in basketball and football. You yeah. don't see a lot in baseball because then guys get beaned. But, um, right. I have a I funny, think- I'll make a prediction right now. I think it's going to be the Phillies and the Astros take on the uh, the Rangers and the a- ALCS later on this week. But, I think, uh,
1: I think, I think it's going to be, I think Phillies and Texas. I think Texas is going to beat Houston. I really do. I think it's because uh, they're, I mean, they're playing great. What well, you mean? You think you think you think the uh, Texas is going to beat the Astros? I do. I really do. They're really. I hope you're well right. They you right. Know, great pitchers. I don't know. I, I just think uh, Texas is. Uh, you know, any. You know, it's like and on any given day, you know, anybody can, you know, do the impossible. And I think Texas is going to beat Houston. I really do. I love Dusty Baker, but I still That's think just yeah, just going to say that. So I like Bruce we, Brady, you know, too.
0: Hey, we're gonna be you know, we have we have beauty coming into our studio because to look at these two these these two floundering faces all the time. (laughs) It's ridiculous. No wonder why we do so good on audio. I Uh, know. Who do we got today, Brad? I'm really excited. Well,
1: I'm really excited, Fish, because we're gonna talk strip clubs today. We're gonna talk the Hollywood Tropicana female hot oil and mud wrestling, where I worked for 14 years and I uh, uh, I had some of the greatest times of my life. And a lot of the great times started with this lovely lady that we're gonna bring in. How about a nice hand for Maria Shear, everybody. Hi, Maria.
2: Hi.
1: Oh my goodness, you look beautiful. Maria and I worked together. How many years did you work at the world famous Hollywood Tropicana?
2: You know, off and on for two years. But it was like at the height.
1: Right, you were there during the heyday of the top. And um, all the girls have costumes mm-hmm. and stage names. You went by your real name, right? Maria?
2: You got know, to be honest, I don't remember. I mean, I, I was Alice in Wonderland, so I might've just been called Alice in Wonderland,
1: you know? That, yeah, Maybe Alice. Uh, so that was her costume. So yeah. the girls came out <laughs> in different costumes, and I introduced them, and they stripped down to their bikini, and then I would auction them off to the audience uh to wrestle in the oil or in the mud and uh boy you made some good money there maria right back in the day yeah
2: yeah from working one hour a night you know
1: i know i know and maria okay so fish here's the story when the show started it always started with the water show and what the water show was (laughs) was the girl like maria in her bikini and another girl in her bikini in in the, in the pit where the mud and oil happened and we'd turn down the lights and play a very seductive song and i would pick two guys from the audience with uh, a pitcher of not beer but a pitcher of water and they would put it on on the lovely lady as they stretched and they did different contours well maria made so much money because she was very limber as i say she could put her legs behind her head Come on, come on fish.
0: Uh, well, maria i have a question for you in 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 the essence of if brad is in charge of the ladies and he's in charge of the mud did you guys keep a defibrillator back there because i don't know how this guy didn't have a heart attack with all you beautiful girls i'm surprised yeah you know, it's because all he wanted was mouth to mouth like oh, so yeah. in the movie what was a movie the uh oh god it was movie with the kid with the, when he went and, um see this has happened when you work graveyard um,
2: yeah, that's right, right the
0: baseball movie it took place in la with with dennis leary but the kids oh oh yeah. uh sandlot sandlot, sandlot. Oh. yeah yeah see this is what happens you know i, yeah. I shouldn't talk brad you continue i'm, no. I'm, I'm done i had a rough one last night
2: <laughs> brad knows all the pretty girls
1: i ah. Well, I just did my job, as they say, you know. Um what a but, fun uh, job
2: you had. Oh,
1: <laughs> I had the best job. It was <laughs> unbelievable. And I there were there were other MCs. There was Dennis Morgan, yep. there was Garrett Atkins oh, and yeah. Greenwood. And then there was me, Johnny Cocktails.
2: Johnny Cocktails
1: let, let me tell you, Maria, did you remember this little uh spiel that I did? Let me give it to you. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> The bigger the bill, the bigger the thrill, the more money, the nicer the honey, the more greenery, the nicer the scenery, seven nights a week, 365 days a year, the world famous Hollywood Tropicana, fuck Disneyland, this is the happiest place on earth, motherfuckers. (laughs) Drop the mic. That's embedded in my mind, embedded oh in my, my brain.
2: Gosh,
1: he says that on every
0: show, Maria, on every show. No, now, I just thought it would you, be you great work for thing. one hour a night, and I live in a city of Las Vegas that is known for quite a many strip clubs, right? Mm-hmm. And we like to get some inner banner from you people because you guys have to do your customer service is everything in our business, and you're into customer service. You have any celebrity stories?
2: Oh, so.
1: Any any celebrities like hit on you, like Paulie Shore, David Spade, or you know, all these guys back in Brad Brumberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will tell you stories uh later on about uh you could never ever date the girls, the wrestlers or the wait- waitresses, because the management would get jealous and they'd fire you. They're the only uh-huh. ones that yes, right, Maria?
2: Wow. I didn't know that, but I always heard you weren't allowed to, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know you'd get fired. Whoa.
1: Oh, oh, no, absolutely. That's why. I mean, I, I picked my spots and I'll tell you a great story later, by the way, how did you find the Tropic cannon? Did you, how did, how did you get the job and all that? Do you remember? No,
2: no, no. no. Here, this is a, this is a good story. So I came from Louisville, Kentucky. I was a ballerina, very kind of conservative, but not really, but you know, Grew up in a ballet company, Catholic school, and I moved to LA and I needed a job. And my friend goes, oh, I saw this sign it says dancers wanted. You should go audition. So I bring my little ballet stuff to go audition. <laughs> I don't know what the Tropicana is. It says dancer. So I go into like the dressing room where all these girls are and they're putting on their G-strings and their heels and I brought tights. And leotard and they were they looked at me and they go what are you wearing and i thought well i didn't want to be not cool so i was like oh i forgot my bathing suit you know and the one girl goes well i have an extra one if you want to use that and i I didn't have heels and she goes i have these extra shoes too so i'm borrowing some girls that i don't even know i'm here's what i thought i thought you know LA's more hip we're just not we just don't we haven't caught up to the new kind of leotards you know these are in so I still don't know what this place is and she gives me these little heels not cool heels you know like all the girls look really good you know they have the cool babies so she gave me her shit ones and the little anyways so we get out there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they turn on like girls 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 or something like that you know and all these girls start gyrating and all this now as a ballet dancer you don't do that i've never learned how to move my hips or anything and i looked at all them everybody was doing they were humping the floor and spinning around <laughs> and i was like i didn't know how to dance like that i heard later friends when i got, you know said were you trying to tap dance or something? And I said, no, I just was trying to figure out how to move my hips. Like, I had no idea. So anyways, we go back into the dressing room and one by one, the girls go in to see if they made it or not. Right. And they were coming out going, yeah, I didn't have big enough boobs. Each one of them. I didn't make it. I didn't have big enough boobs. Well, listen, I'm a ballet dancer. I have no boobs. So <laughs> I'm the last one. I'm mortified. I'm like, oh my God. This is so embarrassing. So I'm the last person, not one of those girls made it. And I go in and I go, I know, thank you very much. I know I don't have any boobs. And they go, oh no, you're the only one that made it. And I'm like, what? Really? Okay. Um, And they go, yeah, you can go down there, watch the show, you can work tomorrow. And I'm like, really? But I don't have boobs. And they said, well, I go, I don't understand why I got this. And they said, well, those girls were strippers. We are going for a different class. And I was like, OK, what kind of place is this? Just go down and watch the show. You can work. So I went down there and I watched and I was like, oh, my, holy hell, I can't do this. Like, there's no way. But I needed to make my car insurance. So I thought well, I'll work a week or something. <laughs> and just, you know, do it. And I ended up, you know, and my first night was why they needed people. Was my first night was when Sharice married Vince Neal and all the girls were going to the we- her wedding, and right. they people for that day. So my first day was what I think it was like April thirtieth, uh, nineteen eighty-seven.
1: Does that sound right, or? Yep, yep, that's right. That's yeah, right. So
2: like that. Yeah. So
1: I know why Maria got the job, and I'm going to quote the great actor Al Pacino. She had a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, Maria had the best tush. Thank in, you, in girl. and still does, by the way. Oh. oh my God. Easy, like, Brad! We don't. innocent. Brad, we don't have a defibrillator in your house. Relax a little, <laughs> little bit, right? <laughs> you you don't don't have... it standing by. I got uh, Johnny Gage over here from emergency. Randolph Mantooth, ready to give me that. <laughs> all right, you all right? Okay, Randolph. Okay, um, you look like.
0: You look like Mary Jane cheerleader and you date him from Louisville. and You dated Lance Meadows, a star quarterback. I mean, you're the perfect, perfect stripper candidate because you don't have that, you know, that crazy, nutty, trashy look. So I guarantee you made a lot of money, didn't you?
2: Yeah. And, you know, you said you're in Vegas. I also worked in Vegas at the Olympic Gardens at a time, too.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, my. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I know a couple it. bartenders there. Okay, go
2: ahead. <laughs> yeah. So because when I worked at the Tropicana, I was trying to wean out of the Tropicana and, um, somebody said, well, I have a waitressing do- job down at the, you know, in Vegas. And I said, I need a waitressing job. I'm trying to get out of this mud wrestling thing. And, uh, so I said, will you take me down there? And she goes, and she goes, sure. And then she had to fast up. She goes, I'm not really a waitress. I'm a stripper. And I said, Okay, I still need a job. Can you take me down and help me? So I ended up are I auditioned for that and made that too. So I did that for a couple of years too. So I have like a, you know,
1: how did you learn to wrestle? I know the girls came in. They they were like taught by like Shelly, Las Vegas Lana, who who was like you know like, you know she was there a long time before me. But how did you learn to wrestle? I mean. Sure.
2: I guess all the girls were at that wedding no one taught me how to wrestle i mean i was terrified i was like okay and the first person they put me with is keisha
1: right i was just gonna say keisha it was
2: tough oh my god
1: badass
2: beat me up and i was like scared you know and then the next day (laughs) i come in the next day they put me with her again and they don't usually do that right. and she hurt me again and uh, so i'm like oh you know and then the next night i was like there i was with her again and i said uh uh-uh. uh and i did this and i went with her long fingernails yes. and she she went i like you and i thought what like, I don't get that mentality, you know? So we actually, I started sitting by her backstage to get ready for the shows all the time because I was scared of her. And I thought I better be friends with her so she doesn't hurt me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, was, that was that was a good move. By the way, the Tropicana was a club called Club Streamers. And Gary Hendrickson, who oh, created yeah. the show, brought it to the Tropicana and, it ended up taking over for club streamers uh his his um his wife robin worked there and uh and this was i mean this was the ultimate strip club i mean there were no real strip clubs back in the day there was the body shop by the way fish when you lived in la did you go to any strip clubs? did you ever come to the tropicana yes you did i did Okay. Was I the MC or who was the MC? Do you remember? You have a great memory. I would have
0: remembered you. I don't know what the MC was, but I, I went like there for MC. a number of bachelor parties, probably two or three bachelor parties. Forget bachelor it. parties yeah. were held at the Tropicana. Yeah. You oh, know that.
1: so.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah.
1: That was yeah. definitely, yeah. And uh, no, it was the place to be. And... Uh, when i got the job i was the envy of all my friends i was like a hot chick too because all my buddies and all the producers and directors and all these people i knew from the 20th century fox studios where i was a waiter they go oh you work at the tropicana i go yeah oh, i'm gonna take care of you i'm gonna put you in this movie and this tv show if you take me if you take care of me you know of course they never <laughs> did but no some did so I, I made some really great friends from the customers to to the wrestlers to oh my god security to i mean the management i mean the, the management was tough i mean the owner uh, kenny mckenzie was he's still he's still around he's still the nicest guy he gave me a job paul picard was his partner uh he gave me the job and the only reason i got the job is not because i was funny or um or you know i, I was a good auctioneer if and fish will attest to this they said, you have four Mondays. If the bar is up, you get the job. The bar is up, if bar is down, you don't get the job. I go, but well, I'm doing this and that, I'm funny, and then people are laughing. We don't care. We want to make profit. The bar is all profit. And guess what? The bar was up like 50% with uh, me being the MC and 14- I heard you got the job because for a big man, quoting the famous Al Pacino, you got a great ass. <laughs> You have a pretty good ass, let me tell you. No, I. I oh God. So let me ask you, Maria. Do you have any no. great stories about a customer? You okay? Did you have any regulars? That's what I want to know. Who came oh, in yeah. to see? You? Okay, I did. Tell have me about a regular. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> <Not being laughs> about regular.
2: I did always work on Mondays with Brad. Yes. So I did. I did work on Mondays. Um. I know. I had this one guy. I don't know if I am allowed to say names. No, because- no,
1: no. Change the name. Change, call him. Call him uh, Eric. How's that?
2: eric eric used to come in all the time and uh yeah i feel like i made so much money off of him that's how i got to get my apartment and all my (laughs) i mean everything like he came in and anytime he was in and he came in all the time do you do you know who i'm talking about
1: i don't know who you're talking about What, what did he do what did he do i don't know who it is
2: he ran God, I'm afraid to say this too. Guys. He ran a towing company for the city.
1: Oh, okay. I think I might remember this guy. Yes, yes. And I, yeah, like
2: he would like have he would tow gangsters' cars that might have drugs in them or something. And you know, he had have surveillance, you know, all around his place. And you know, it was kind of a.
1: Did he? Of course, he liked you. He asked you out. Did you ever go out with him? Did you ever go out with a customer? That's a good question.
2: Thank um, you, you know what boyfriend at the time
1: okay, and
2: okay. so no I didn't but I did hang out with him finally like he asked me to do something with a whole bunch of other girls and so we did like go see races or something and then you know we became more friends I think Thank he you. might have taken me and my boyfriend out for dinner you know, like he was it. a nice guy you know but he You're even awesome. though I had a boyfriend he'd still come in and he'd get his buddies or bachelor party whatever yeah
1: you know what he told me he goes i go why maria i mean all these other hot girls why he goes because she's got a great ass oh okay. my gosh you know what
2: that's probably true because i remember him saying stuff like that so
1: you, you were blessed with a great tush i mean she's a ballerina man you know you know the dancer's body's fish right
2: she looks, i mean
0: i'm looking at her and she's a pretty girl but you look exactly like the actress naomi watts you ever get that
2: oh no you know what i get but thank you uh i get
0: meryl streep oh yeah okay yes you're sexier meryl streep yeah okay um let me ask you about louisville kentucky which is a basketball hotbed yes when when you were in louisville (laughs) did you have an inkling at all that you come out and start doing this was are there any strip clubs in louisville or is it all basically Mm -hmm. bars and basketball (laughs) parlors?
2: my parent my dad was in radio so he went to all those things i mean with the team flu, you know he was into sports i was in ballet <laughs> <laughs> i know nothing about sports my family knows everything about sports so i have no idea if there's strip clubs in louisville i had no idea i would do this i never would have auditioned for the drop again if i knew it was fun wrestling
1: <laughs> oh my god Great. I had
2: no idea, and and you know why I end up staying there because I got my car insurance right away. Is they <laughs> like a week into it when I was going to quit, they're like, "We're gonna send you on tour," and guess where they sent me? To Louisville, and I said, <laughs> oh, "That's great a free ride home i'm in and oh. when i came back because we had no way to spend the money i came back with so much money that that's how i got to move up in the apartment arena you know i was like oh we can get a good apartment and then that's what hooked me in staying there because now my rent's really high and you know
1: so. were, were you religious there were spiritual uh, you were okay so you were like a you were like a good girl growing up but you yes. were naughty you like to be a little naughty right yeah yeah i like that i like yeah. that did you go out with nice guys or bad boys was your boyfriend, well, i bad
2: like boy? the bad boy look but they have to be nice
1: oh okay okay was he a rocker or was he uh well, or, or was, know, you know, i'm still I'm, with
2: the same guy i was with then
1: oh my goodness yeah. great really
2: well, there's what? 27 years we broke up, but, but
1: the top of Canada is kind
2: of what broke us up because for me to stay there, I actually had to do drugs and, you know, and oh, drink and all that. And he, even though he was the rocker bad boy guy, he wasn't into that, you know? So anyways, yeah. So, um,
1: that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You, so you. You dated you dated your boyfriend, you came to the Tropicana, 27 years go by and you reconnected and now you're back together. Wow, that's fantastic. I have an interesting story that I like to tell with Maria here. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna call these two girls uh, Tiffany and Felony, because I love some of these, these okay. names the girls come up with. So Felony and Tiffany, okay, uh, they went out one night And uh, I heard this story from Felony the next day. She goes, Johnny Cocktails, I got a story for you. I go, all right, Felony, tell me. She goes, we went out after the show with Axel Rose. I go, really? And this is at the height of Guns N' Roses, okay? (laughs) Welcome to the jungle, baby, okay? (laughs) So the show ends, they go out the back door. I saw them, and she tells me this story. So they went over to the Rainbow, which is legendary, after, this is like maybe, the show ended maybe 12 15 12 maybe one o'clock go over there he had a limo waiting outside the girls get in the limo they go to the rainbow and then she goes god i don't remember anything until the next morning at his house in the hollywood hills i go really so wh- what happened she goes i woke up and i saw tiffany going down on me and Axel rose uh pleasuring himself while watching this i go wait a minute baby felony you're telling me that (laughs) tiffany went down and you had every had you ever been with a woman before she goes no i go how did it feel she goes not too bad that's a great story so axel rose turned felony flipped her and now she was you know living in the lady pond and and I asked ask Tiffany, did that really happen? She goes, absolutely. That's what happened last night. Living in the lady pond. Yeah. <laughs> Living in the lady, lady
2: pond.
0: pond.
1: I,
2: am I, heard, I heard those stories backstage. Girls, when they were getting ready, yeah. people would talk. So I actually kind of think I know who you're talking about. But yes, yeah, I've I think heard.
1: I I think you heard that story. By the way, did you, I mean, I know you're straight, but did you have a lot of girls hit on you? Upstairs,
2: uh, uh well, not a lot, but there was this one girl. Oh, boy. That, that, that when Goodness I went on so tour, funny. when I went on tour, they put me with her because everybody knew she would do that. And then, we, you know, we had to share a bed, and she was like snuggled up, and I was like, oh, I'm so innocent. I'm like, what is this girl doing? And then I was taking a shower, and she jumped in the shower. I was like, What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. And okay. you know who I'm talking about, don't you? I think I do
1: know who you're talking about. Talk about, about. about that. <laughs> Let's well, I'm not as too. cool
2: as those other girls.
1: <laughs> did she in the shower did she, you know, uh, you know, did she, you know, soap your back down and all I that? All
2: always stuff? even backstage at the Tropicana, all the girls would shower together. Like if it was like, you know, if there was a bunch in the pit, they'd go back and share a shower. <laughs> Is and, she okay? Um, oh. And she would be in there like, you know. Touch, you know, just kind of like really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse
0: me, Maria. Brad,
2: how did you of all the
0: stories you've told me, that breaking news that the girls shower together? How did you never
1: not tell me that? And how did you not know that? Oh, you no, might not it. have known that. No, no, I you know, I I always had respect for the girls. I never went into the locker room, but sometimes I had to. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And i close try- close. girls come on johnny cocktails come in here what do you want and the girls would be showering like it's like you know they're eating a sandwich you know i i saw girls in the showers all the time i mean you know and of course they're in love with johnny cocktails because i am every woman's dream right no what what do you want want fabio what do you want marie fabio brad pitt or johnny cocktails
2: johnny
1: cocktails oh yes (laughs) yes the fact that you got to do us a favor you got to take a.
0: You got to send a headshot of yourself and send it to Brad, because I'm so sick of looking at all the deli owners and fast food restaurant managers <laughs> on the back <laughs> of his fucking head. You are just stand out, and I can tell people. Look, Brad knows Naomi Watts used to be a stripper. You know, you have to do that for us, okay? Um, okay.
2: <laughs> send him a headshot because
0: yeah. it, it, it it really lighten up your room, Brad. Brad, can you fix those? Uh, those things are so off kilter. I feel like I'm yeah. in deli in deli. Pictures? Oh, okay.
1: No, just. I have a great I have a great wall of pictures, don't I? No, I'll tell you something about Maria. She is as sweet as she when I met her. She is she's the same. I mean, she looks fantastic and she's just a salt to the earth. I have to say that. You know, you really are Maria. And uh, what are you doing now, Maria? What do you what do you do now for a trade?
2: Oh, you're I'm I found a partner and we are putting together an alternative health clinic.
0: Talk about that. Yeah, talk about that.
2: that. A complete opposite of mud wrestling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is the turn, uh, alternative health? What is that?
2: Alternative health um, kind of frequency based like business. So, okay. you know, like a like a Rife machine. Have you ever heard of a Rife, Royal Rife or a Tesla machine? And
1: you know Skater. who needs that? You know who needs that? And maybe we'll make an appointment on Monday. Uh, I mean, Tuesday. That's uh, today's Monday. Um, his name is eric fish Snyder. <laughs> i think he needs some frequency look at that face look at that put him why do i need that why would
0: i need I I, I I in other words i would love to hear about that literature wise because it sounds like it's 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 cutting edge but explain explain exactly what you're going to be doing with this i mean it's I I'm, just, I'm a little
2: i have confused. to say it's the wave of the future I really, I really do believe that because if you think about it, your cell phone has, how do you get your calls? It's through a frequency (laughs) and you know what I mean? And it also is not that healthy of a frequency for you. And if you're on it too long, you feel a little wonky, you know what I mean? And so then there's healthier frequencies that you can put in your body or, you know, through your field and it will balance the bad frequencies.
1: Wow. What, What is your company called?
2: We're in the process. See, I had my own business, but now I want it out of my house. So we're in the middle of talking about everything. This could be a while. This is all in the, hey, just found the girl that has the money that wants to do it too. And, you know, yeah.
1: I would let you, uh, you know, pump frequency into me, right, Fish? Right. (laughs) I need a lot of frequency. Look at me. I'm a mess
2: we also like can scan your body and see what is off and then put the right frequency into balance it
1: i'm in i'm in too i'm a hot mess express look at me i'm in i'm in when you open those doors i'm the first customer okay 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 that's very important um so i just want to you know maria you know who so there was gary hendrickson who created yep. the show but then there was bill huddick who was the manager? Remember Bill?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Bill was also a referee, but Bill—he yeah. was the—he was—he was the manager upstairs. He made you know—he made the uh, schedule, the wrestling. You know, he—he he wrote down you're going to wrestle Keisha and you're going to wrestle Felony. You're, you know, he made all that and he handled all the girls. And we're going to have him on the show to tell some stories. Wow, uh-huh. Bill has stories. Yeah, he sent me to Vale, Colorado, for a private party.
2: Uh-oh. with
1: Randy and two other girls it was just the four of us ve- oh my god I'll never forget that <laughs> like, come on in. after after they wrestled and all that they're in the shower they go Johnny come on in take off your clothes let's go I go why wait why, why it's my clothes and now all of a sudden I think about my bar mitzvah <laughs> but man I had the best time Tropicana I mean i learned so much about so many things and i have to say a lot of these beautiful girls they were so beautiful on the outside but they were so damaged on the inside but not maria she was she was you no come on you you were so sweet i mean two years you worked there on and off right do you remember your last day at the tribe do you remember your last
2: day not last night. really because <laughs> i kept thinking it was gonna be my last day and then i couldn't find a real job you know what i mean <laughs> that paid that much money oh, and then i would go back with you know yeah. and then I'd, i would uh, like, i yeah. have a love hate you know because really i'm so glad i worked there it was at the height i learned so much i'm still friends with a lot of the girls um you know That's we cool. also went to the columbia south america with the tropicana
1: Really, you went to Columbia, South America for a show? Wow! How what yeah. was that? That
2: what was, was scary there? because it was in the eighties.
1: Oh, the Carter and, Carter. And,
2: oh my god! I mean, the audience was like four people. the The pit was as large as a room, and the four people that are in there had suitcases with giant guns on top of it. My mom just like. This is a little scary. And then I, my roommate was Darcy. I probably should have changed her name. Oh, yeah.
1: Darcy's. Oh, she's the best. Darcy. Like, she did I'm,
2: I'm really good friends with Darcy now. And we got in a fight. We laugh about this now. And she's like, I don't remember this. And I go, Why well, do? Because she was <laughs> like, We get there and I bring one little bag she brings like all these bags and she's like will you help me i'm like no i brought one back so i could handle my suitcases and so that starter she's like but you won't help me i should have probably helped her but i didn't and (laughs) my roommates and then we get in the pit and i'm fighting you know i'm supposed to be wrestling her and she just went bam 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 in my stomach and i wasn't expecting it because we've wrestled many times she never hurt me And and knocked the wind out of me i was like oh my gosh," and. So anyways, um, make a long story short, we were checking out of the hotel and uh, she used to smoke cigarettes and apparently she dropped her cigarette or something and burnt a little hole in the carpet of the, you know, a little cigarette burn. And we go to check out and they're like, your bill's gonna be like $1,500. And we're like, why? And they're like, somebody burned a hole in the, you know, the rug. And I'm like, well, I don't smoke, it wasn't me. And so it was her. And
0: (laughs) (laughs) And
2: she had to pay that.
0: Let let me tell you something, Maria. You said that you, the four people and there were guns on top of the suitcase. Guess what they were protecting inside the suitcase? Columbia, South America in the 80s? Cocaine.
2: It yeah. was super duper sketchy. We got ripped off our money. Oh, it was no With the flight over there. Everybody in the entire plane had black hair, but us Tropicana girls, we were all blondes. Wow. And, and the stewardess wouldn't wait on us. They they wouldn't give us our food. They wouldn't. They just would cross. It was weird. Oh, Everything was weird they're about jealous. that whole trip
1: by the way i know what was in those suitcases booger sugar baby that's it that's what i'm talking about I and i know one of the guys names tony montana yeah, scarface baby no but that must have been scary but what an experience oh my yeah. goodness what a story wow oh that's great oh god yeah. maria you are the best i i tell you you got to come back on the show and sure. tell some of these amazing stories and you're going to have a podcast soon and yeah. I think I'm going to be your first guest. Yes, you
2: are, you. because you have great stories.
1: <laughs> oh, boy, do I have so many. And when we say goodbye to you, I'm going to tell Fish an amazing story about me getting some action during the show from a customer. oh! So, uh, you want me to tell it right now? you want to yeah. hear it? Okay. Now wait,
0: how, wait, wait, I want
1: to start. How, how much did you pay
0: that customer? <laughs>
1: It was oh, my, night. I don't, let me put it this way, Fish. I have no idea what happened, but this is how it went down. So the Tropicana was like a shell of what it used to be at the end, right? My 14th year, and I'd show up and there would be like a couple customers there. But all of a sudden these seven, eight girls walk in for this girl's birthday party. And I would say seven of them were gay, okay? They like your pretty girls, right? but one of them was the hottest of the bunch. Okay. Some of them look butch. Some of them look this way, but this one was hot. So of course I'm the, uh, you know, master of ceremonies, you know, I want to make sure they have a good time for the birthday. So I'm putting money behind, uh, the birthday girl and the girls are tipping, you know, dancing for her. And I was taking, Oh, by the way, Tropicana had a photographer Remember, you know, take pictures. Uh, oh, only yeah. I became the only licensed photographer with my Polaroid camera. So I was taking free pictures, giving it to her. So they're having a great time. They're yelling, screaming. And, and the hot girl, I go, are you having a good time? The music was really loud. She goes, yeah, thank you so much. I go, what do you like to do? She goes, I like sucking on fat cocks. I said, what? She's repeated it. Okay. So then I'm like, oh boy. So then I walk over to the girls about 20 minutes later. I go, anybody want a tour of the Tropicana? You know, it never was upstairs. It was always downstairs. And they go, me, 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 me. I go, I hit, I go, oh, I can only take one at a time. So I took the uh, hot girl. And I take her downstairs to where you perform. And we're walking around and, uh, and I'm showing her the, you know, this is the pit, this is the DJ booth. Then we go into that little annexed area, you know, that little air, the extra area. Like you, maybe you went through like a passage where they put like they had a storage a locker for okay, like the yeah. beer, the beer and the wine and all that. So I'm showing her that, and then I, I turn around, she's looking at me with those goo eyes. Like I go, you don't want any more tours? She goes, no. I go, do you want to suck on a fat cock? She goes, yes. Oops. Next thing I know, my pants are at my uh, ankles. And she's on her knees and all of a sudden I go, oh, my God. Try so back into the storage locker and I lock it and we're in there fooling around, having a good time. And then all of a sudden I go, oh, my God, the manager is going to be looking for me. And remember, I had a cordless mic. So I was still running the show when I was getting, uh, you know, <laughs> by this girl. Oh, my God. I, this girl. I don't even know why. I keep looking down at her. I'm going, why are you doing this to me? I go, all right, maybe I'm a good guy. So all of a sudden I go, uh oh. So we finish up i go we got to finish up we finish up i come out of the storage locker my manager goes where have you been i've been looking for you i go oh i was just showing this girl around she's giving her a tour he goes get upstairs i go yes sir and that was my story i got a little action from a wow. customer at the that tropical
2: risque, man.
1: never <laughs> seen a smallest pe- she goes that is the smallest penis i've ever seen i go yeah I don't know how. <laughs> that's the, me there's an
0: addendum to this even though we bring this girl you have to listen to that the visual of that is
1: absolutely
0: horrifying number one <laughs> number two you gotta, you gotta finish the story there were seven girls and a guy dressed as a girl which one do you think went down on brad okay. that's how this thing ends it a, for filming it for filming a movie and why would you tell that in front of this nice girl from Louisville, <laughs> yeah. what's wrong yeah. with you
1: totally transparent we talk about life and we talk the truth not like you you, you with your life I would
0: never tell that story on my podcast never ever. guess okay. what
1: I just did on my podcast okay <laughs> and by the way the, the girl you're talking about I had no idea she had a penis I'm telling you she didn't have a penis but it was unbelievable and I never forget that story and I tried to date her I you know I got her number and I I took her out one time and I remember, like, dropping her off, and she looked at me like, "Did I? What did I do with you?" Like, who "Well, with, you?
0: wait a minute, Brad. We so, someone's chiming in. The, his his name is Horst. He's from Munich, West Germany, and he's a grief therapist. So, um, af, after looking at your whatever, oh God,
1: I can't imagine. Are Jesus. you okay, Maria? <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. You're the best, and no uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this again. And I can't wait to your for your podcast. Okay."
2: Very soon.
1: And say hello to your boyfriend. I know him. And say hello to uh, your, your daughter, your beautiful daughter, Christina. Okay? I will.
2: Thank you, guys.
1: Yeah. Thank nice you. meeting you. Love you. Thank you. Maria, sorry, sure. sorry to apologize I for Brad. and, and Alice, in, Alice in Wonderland at the world famous Hollywood Canada. Yeah, baby.
2: Hey, Maria.
0: Just remember this, honey. At the end of the day, you talk to the beauty and the beast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true that's the only thing you said that was true today that's true oh my God how's that Betty Wow Kevin you told that story what, what you which one listen to me something let me let me explain something to you what did we talk about 32 shows ago honesty transparency people I mean I hope people wanted to hear that story because everybody asked me did you ever go out with the girls did you ever get any action there's a story I got some action from a customer that what did, did, did what that incident
0: Bob, did, Bob, did it that. shape you as a man did you mature from it what did you learn from that incident other than how lucky fucking lucky am i, I, I because I, I, that doesn't so nice. happen to a guy like you no offense i love you <laughs> you're family to me but that doesn't that doesn't happen to a guy like me and i'm good looking <laughs>
1: yeah, you are good. and you and you have <laughs> a
0: great ass right you have I a great ass she's absolutely <laughs> adorable she does. She looks the kind of girl that was a, the fun, good looking girl that hung out and talked to geeks like you and me. And oh. then, and, but you did date the foot. There's a movie like that, Lucas, you know, with, with yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. She's exactly. like that kind of girl that hangs out with guys like us, but she dates a football star. And you just knew when you went to your high school reunion, your 30th reunion, she was still cool.
1: Am I right? Absolutely. And also, she's the girl next door. Who is a little naughty and works at the Tropicana? Excuse me. That's isn't that cool? I mean, Maria is beautiful, like she's a Catholic girl growing up in Kentucky. And all of a sudden she moves to Hollywood and starts working at a strip club. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's I mean, there's cool
0: movies about that. You're a screenwriter, you and your and your great writing partner, Sean
1: White. You guys have done a
0: great stuff. That's you know, it, it's, it's, it's a screenplay if she does that. And then something else comes of it now it looks like she's got a new you know a new career i know a lot of strippers when i first moved to my neighborhood i said What's this broad down the street drop dead gorgeous in her 30s she's driving pro she's driving a rolls royce and then she worked at a place called um cheetahs and she's making three four hundred thousand dollars a year you know and it's it's yeah. a tremendous amount of money these girls make and it's a great living back then in the 80s you weren't taxed on it you know they tax tips now so I, I can only imagine what their te- what their tax appropriation is, but um, on their tips. But it's still a very um, uh, I think it's a great profession because they're the ultimate actresses. They have to act like they like you for you to put dollar and five dollars and twenty dollars and get them in the back room. Um, let me ask you this about the Hollywood Tropic candidate. We did not get with because you would know this that we didn't get to talk to Maria about. Brad, was there a back room? I I've been the bachelor parties there. Was there back rooms where the girls could, you know, for $500, you get them to no, private sessions? No VIP
1: room, no. It oh. was all in that big, it was all in that whole area, you know. But guys would go into the, I knew some guys who came in every night that they would go in like into the deep, dark corners, you know, where where security couldn't see them and they do a, pay the girl to do naughty things. Trust me, I walked by some stuff. I was like, oh no. I go, you okay. talk,
0: you talk about me all the time, working in one of the hottest nightclubs in LA for twelve years. But it, your Hollywood Tropicana stories f- f- far outweigh, you know, the celebrities and people that I saw. I just saw people in their element, drinking and having a good time. I partied with a few of them. I got into, you know, the the, the uh, Playboy club? club, yeah, to because of all these uh, and and the uh, and Hepner's Mansion, the the, the the Playboy Mansion and stuff like that. But you, my God, I mean, what you saw every night, and for a guy like you. That you know, you're the fun guy in high school. You're the guy that you know. Hey, uh, Brad makes everyone laugh. And trust me, when you go to your reunions, you have to tell these stories because they don't they don't see that part of the Brad Grumberg.
1: Well, I have to tell you, it was it was the one of the greatest times of my life. But uh, by the way, the, the nightclub that you worked worked out and you you were, you know you and your uncle started it was Mom's Saloon in Brentwood. So for yeah. our audience who you know just found us. Uh, it was a great place, I was there, it was unbelievable. But exactly. the Tropicana was special in so many ways because you would have this is the thing you would have um Billy Idol, right? You would have John Landis, you'd have celebrities, you'd have then you'd have like an IBM executive, a uh, Wall Street guy, then you have like Charles Manson, you know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> it, it, it was a laugh but... of everyone. What a oh, segue,
0: Charles. <laughs> IBM is like in the Charles Manson.
1: <laughs> I mean, a guy just out of LA County Jail. I mean, you'd have. And by the way, we were freeway close. When you get out of LA County Jail on the 101, you go right up to Hollywood and Tropicana was right off and Western 1250 50 1250 Western Avenue, Hollywood, California. That's where it is, and it's still. By the way, the building is still there, and. But it was like, great. Every night I look, I oh, my God, look who's there. Look at that guy. Oh, I know that guy. But everybody loved, everybody's a voyeur fish. You know that. People like to watch different things. People came from around the world just to see the Tropicana. Because, by the way, there's no other place like it in the world. And, you know, I have a TV show that Sean and I are working on, kind of like Glow, but like set in mud wrestling and oil wrestling. You know let
0: me ask you this of all the time to- of all the girls that you know you worked with or just just by word of mouth and things that you hear have there and have there been any actresses that are working now today that maybe that we might know that started out that place because that's look that's, everyone gets discovered yeah i mean michelle pfeiffer got discovered in a supermarket canna yeah. reeves is walking down the street you know There's, you hear all these stories about act especially that the old schwabs you know yeah. which was a place back in the 40s and 50s right. that actresses got discovered at but all right, did anyone
1: work at the Hollywood tropic i'm going to give you a minute think minute. of that you've heard well, that maybe you know, as
0: an actress or well, yeah well here's an actor, the story
1: but... fish here's the story so this one girl starts she starts uh working the drop and all of a sudden she comes out of the locker room her name is victoria and i go victoria how are you doing what are you doing she was in a beautiful business suit and a, and a briefcase i go what do you do she goes oh i work at one of the big eight firms i work i'm an accountant i go wait 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 you're an accountant and you work here? She goes, yeah, my life was so boring that I wanted to uh, do something different. So she started working at the Tropicana. Well, then she started doing a little nude modeling, okay? On the side, okay? And then she, and then I didn't see her for a while. And then she showed up one day, I go, well, what, what's going on? She goes, I got into porn. She became a big porno star, Victoria Paris, look her up. And she started at the Tropicana, but she was an accountant in Westwood at a big eight firm so from accountant to porno star with Tropicana somewhere in the middle, that's pretty cool, right?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting segue. So that's- you know, you brought up um, Maria <laughs> a- brought up the '80s, and mm-hmm. I found a meme, and I know I am gonna I'm gonna show you something right here, and and I'm gonna pick out three products that I use. And now deodorants are so uh, uh, easy to apply on and and with with the you could and just so many ways with to to. there you go don't call me check this out <laughs> yeah high karate oh green, old spice amazing remember how many of those did you have
1: that that's uh, buddy let me tell you high karate was in my act i always said you go upstairs you splash on a little high karate you come down and wrestle the girl it was great can you can you answer the phone please no i i, I I
0: know. What's going it.
1: on? Who's calling you? Don't they? You know, know it's
0: you? funny. It's my buddy Craig Persky. I said, "Do not."
2: <laughs> Damn it! I want to kill you. <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh my! I'm goodness. doing a podcast. Don't call me. There you go. <laughs> I'm really- That's perfect. Oh my god! How is Craig doing? He likes our show. He's pissed off. He's uh, he well, He loves our show. He's you know the it, great segue to that is that. He's, uh, you know, the, the sad, sad negotiations broke off and he's ready ready to do a show. And now the writers have settled. And yeah. now it looks like the actors, which you're part of, yeah. there's a little bit of a schism there. And this is gonna carry on the next year, unfortunately. It's just, it, we're already right. mid-October. Yep. And the bottom line is AI. And we we're talking about that earlier today, him and I on yep. the phone that- And residuals you
1: know, on streaming. They, you, know, these, the, you know, these CEOs, they think we're stupid and we don't and you know, we want to share in the profits okay you're gonna you're gonna run me a million times on netflix and i don't get to see any of that love well no. the, the the bigger problem is
0: they want to use brad grumberg you have to give the light like, you have to sign up on your likeness because they could put you in another Curb Your enthusiasm and ai just put your face on a on a fat guy and it looks really good yeah. and that person's falling through the roof they don't have to pay you just a part of your likeness I I, it's a whole I was watching something on on, on CNN about it and it was just very strange how the studios were trying to fuck you guys big time oh absolutely if the writers could settle I thought tell educate we we like to get people up to date on the writers and the actors because you're one of them and you're 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 driving a lift because of this bullshit going on Um, I thought when the writers settled you guys were writing afterwards and now it looks like it's going to be a continuance
1: for a while well what's happening is um and i love the negotiation uh committee that they're they're the the, the people in there are fantastic because we're good we're going high we're going to go here and then we're going to settle for something a little lower but you have the thing that is the 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 sticking point now is we ask for part of the subscription that people pay for the stream right. and they went crazy i mean Iger and all the all those merry men went nuts no what are you talking about yeah i mean I said, you know, so they went high. So we'll regroup, we'll come back and we're going to get something close to what the writers settled on. That's what's going to happen. Okay. But now, you know, all these guys walk away from the table, you know, who's got the biggest dick in the room and then they go away and they talk. And then we, then they'll come back. We'll come back to the table and there'll, there'll be a settlement because listen, you have the writers, you need the actors, right? Yeah. I and mean, they're losing millions and millions and millions of dollars, Fish. It's unbelievable. They're so stupid. A bunch of more. Well, you know, and, and unfortunately, I mean, what ABC is
0: doing is they're putting Monday night. They're putting Monday night. Monday night football is indigenous to ESPN. Now it's on ABC on Mondays. College football is indigenous to ESPN and CBS Sports Network. And now CBS and NBC are putting college football games, Notre Dame, on prime time. So they're supplementing people love football. And they're gonna do the same thing with the NBA when it starts next month. The NBA's gonna go on prime time. So they're finding ways to supplement your favorite show by putting sports on. But the bottom line is we need you acting again in original creative stuff that's written now for human beings. I wanna get back to this for a second because the phone threw me off, I'm pissed off. So you look at the blue Stratos, I use that. Brute, Old Spice. Did you? I remember you? dating a girl. With so deodorants roll on you take then you take the lume you put one finger in a, in a in a in a cream put one dab on your underarm and it lasted for 24 hours when we were kids we had something called right guard which is a spray remember the spray yeah and you oh, spray okay. it on your kids yes dunk yes. It, it smelled <laughs> like if you put drano into an aerosol spray it what it smelled like they had lady drano it's the same fucking thing you know i was making out with this girl one time like, oh my god she just Oh, Who? Look that because if you put too much on, it could suffocate you. So where am I going with this? You're better off know. right now with all the deodorants you have people. You're, you're smelling a lot better than we did in the 80s. Plus, we, through, didn't uh, we didn't shave our armpits up. we didn't manscape back then. So we had these big hairy armpits. Some of Brad's girlfriends did too. So you put that with the spray on, forget it, you're fucked.
1: Well, fish, let me tell you a good segue. You're talking about smell. Okay. You told me a fantastic story about a woman that you dated. That did not uh, smell too good downstairs. She uh, kind of smelled like uh, sushi. uh Could you tell us that story? Maybe change. No. Oh, yeah. No, because no she watches way. this podcast. She knows who she is. Oh, who cares? And it's from nineteen eighty-three. Do Why don't you just? Call it me?
0: happened. You know. It it, it. it. I'll tell you a story. Okay. I. I'm hunting, Let's call, I'm him Mr. Let's I'm call her misdemeanor. Let's hunt this girl down. And I. And I can't. I, I just, I don't want to be indiscreet. I would not ever tell your name. Her name is Lisa. And um,
1: <laughs>
0: every single yes. actor, every single, every single everyone that was important, including George Card, hitting this girl. And for some reason, she wanted to go out with me. But I had to court this girl. Now remember, this is 1984. I'm 24 years old. And I always say this. I have a mind of an infant now. Imagine what my maturity level was back then. I take this girl. We we go to Fellini. We go to all these nightclubs. We go to Table the Sixes on top of, of Sunset for three months. I want and dine this girl, and, and finally she's gonna she's gonna cook me dinner in her in her parents' house in the Hollywood Hills. Beautiful dinner. Well, it comes down to the act. We get naked. I'm kissing her around her torso, and I smell something. Right? I figure, <laughs> okay, well, she made garlic in the chicken. Maybe that's that's that.
1: Oh God, no.
0: And. Man you know we we get in a position where, where we're we're compromise each other and i it it it's not good, so I don't want to blow the moment and I actually have a del- a dose of maturity and I say, why don't we take this into the shower and she looks at me and she goes, "Oh you know what? I'm au natural. just take it Uh-uh. oh she
1: knew <laughs> she smelled it too so i she-
0: i i I didn't take it and it 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 just you know what I don't care who you are." You have to have hygiene
1: okay i'm gonna
0: i going to change subjects here i had to show you the sports wise i had to show you people say what it's like fish you're the biggest raider fan on the planet speaking about stinking and uh, <laughs> i got a meme showing what the raider fans are like in vegas and in oakland <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I love G- it.
0: games in vegas bradley grumberg aka johnny cocktail snacks that's it you're you're a lone wolf games in oakland man if you're the other if you're the other team you're if you're uh that looks like i was a redskin fan back then
1: you're done they're throwing they're throwing you onto the field they're gangsters in uh in oakland in vegas it's a whole different crowd yeah well let me let's go back let's go back so i want to i want to clarify the women
0: women have to deal with our smells too you know and I, i i'm sure there's been times when a woman's in in that compromising position with their mouth on uh, a diet, the Hollywood Tropicana, and it didn't smell so
1: good, okay? And <laughs> I smell great down there, buddy. I doubt it. <laughs> you know, what my, you, you could you know what smell me like tell that, you some Brad
0: with your diet. Come on, with you your know diet I of like? Carl's Jr., Jack in the Box, <laughs> Chick fil A, Borscht, chopped liver. Okay, it goes to your but system. It goes your body. It's we get Maria back on. She doing all kinds of energy stuff and doing frequencies. The frequency of your smell—if you took what your body smells like at the worst moment and bottled it—you could kill the coronavirus. We never had this fucking thing going around. You went to the
1: coronavirus with that joke? Not good. Not good. What's wrong with that joke? Uh it's not good. It was—you it, know—it was really good until you went to the coronavirus. That's people died from that. People yeah, died so of it, it. but yeah. i
0: I made a thing like your yeah. smell could have killed it. You could have like ingest
1: it. You take a five-minute military shower, that bullshit. I'm in there 20 minutes scrubbing and, and, and making sure that everything I got an issue with that is smells good. What what are you doing for 20 minutes in a fucking
0: shower? What I put the soap on How many times can you how many times can you wash your balls and your feet
1: for 20 minutes? How much water are you wasting? What are you doing? What are you doing for five minutes? You need to take I, a shower. I, I wash my hair. 12. I get everything done in two minutes that you do in 20. I don't believe that. I'd love to watch you. I don't want to watch you in the shower. Yes, what? You, yes you, you do. Can take a five minute military shower. That's bullshit, man. Enjoy you do your- want to watch me in the shower. You cool. know why? I got a great ass. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but hey, this thing is getting better and better every show. Are you having a good time? No. I I I you,
0: the whole the I'm sick about
1: the story you told the Tropic that
0: that there's seven girls and a guy goes your first time someone goes down on you you're working you almost get caught it's a guy that guy right now is straight hold every your changing right?
1: story no no you, you no I told the truth from beginning to end now you're Perfect. trying to tell me it was a chicken. Oh, not happening buddy hey I'm, buddy real quick this happened over the weekend the Nick oh, yeah, how Squally was Foundation
0: um, to the show, say, Hey, can you help us out? We're doing a golf tournament for the Nick Squally Foundation. It happened Saturday down in Bella Colina in San Clemente. What this foundation does, because this kid died, unfortunately, his parents give out, uh, raise money to give scholarships for kids to go to college that, uh. that don't have the means to do it. And they raise a lot of money, and we're happy to be a part of it, uh, Brad and I, to, to, to shout it out
1: god bless you nick i know you're watching Rest in peace brother we miss you buddy we miss you oh, that's wonderful man that is wonderful that's a good way to end the show you know uh sure so it was is. very successful it was a very successful event fantastic i love it yeah it uh, was like, it was you know am i having
0: a good time with this show i'm having a phenomenal time i mean i this logo that you made up It, 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 it to me the the best thing about this show is i'm having fun and i'm being real and this thing is loose cannon, and we talk about things like smells, and under smells, stuff that I never did before, and I love it, and I love the fact that our audience is building on the audio side. We we might have to get we we might have to get the AI part of what you guys are striking about to make you look better. If we could put maybe Jake Gyllenhaal's face on you, then we're good. Then we're in. I'm not a bad looking guy. You're good looking. You're a good looking guy.
1: My brother, you're you're, uh, you're, a, you're the lovable, you're the lovable, yeah, you're the guy really like that
0: every girl wants to marry that can't get married and meet a guy. You're that kind of guy, you know. But
1: you know, get us out of here, buddy. All right, buddy. First of all, do me a favor: don't have your fucking friends call us during the podcast. Number one, and number two, 32 is in the books, baby. And uh Dave Linden, Dave Linden. My man, take us home. You've been listening to the Fat Fish Podcast. Heard on all your favorite platforms. Until next time.